Welcome to the Stalking Dead Podcast. I'm Troy. I'm Katie. And Stalking Dead Podcast is always brought to you by Cleveland.com. You can check out all of our coverage of AMC's hottest show and one of the top shows in cable history at Cleveland.com backslash Walking Dead. Here we are right after episode 10 of season 8. We're we're past Carl's death. The episode kicks off with Rick finishing the burial ceremony and uh, Michonne taking out her anger on a herd of walkers that are inside the, uh, I guess we can't call it the safe zone it's anymore. It's not safe. <clears throat> no. But this was, see, this episode is the reason I watched the show. This was a great episode. It was full of everything that everybody wanted. It was full of faces being ripped off of zombies. It was full of zombies being crushed in, like, garbage disposal. I want to stay there, you know, before we get to... The meat grinder. I just want to know. We've talked a lot about if I was a walker and you being my <laughs> wife, would you would you put me down? If you admitted very quickly that that's what would happen, but does is a meat grinder is that over the line? I mean, leading me into a meat grinder. Hundred percent. I would at least do you a solid and like yeah, stab you with a nice pick. We, You're welcome. Yeah, we'll stay there. Let's start. You know, there's a lot of pieces <laughs> to this episode. First. I, I don't know what the reason, like, you picked up on this later, you didn't notice it at first, but it started with Michonne, and then it said Enid, yeah. and then it said Simon, and those subtitles were there before each scene. I don't know what that was about. Was that, I just, is it, it's a new director this season, or a new showrunner? No, that's not till season nine, so these oh. are the same guys doing it. Is that something that they're going to continue? Yeah. It's very it interesting. felt like a director thing, like it didn't. Seemed like it had anything to do with the episode itself because they bounce around like that all the time. Yeah, they didn't do that in the last episode. I'm curious yeah. if they do that moving forward. I don't know. There were also some camera shots that I thought were different this time around. So, do we know? Was it just was it a new director of this episode at all? They tend to rotate. Uh, so, I haven't looked at the production information, but I can assume that somebody who's directed before, who's yeah. written before, going to edit that in right here to the podcast. Be like. Voiceover. A voiceover. <laughs> Side note. Tonight's episode was directed by... No, I don't, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like... You know, I'm sure it's someone who's directed before. There were some cool shots. Uh, we'll, we'll break it down storyline by storyline. First of all, we have Jadis and the Junkyard Gang. Nice knowing you. First Bye. of all... Uh, so basically, Simon is ordered by Negan, which we'll get back to in Oof. a little bit, to deliver thoughts. a message... To the junkyard gang, the scavengers, trash hipsters, whatever we want to call he them. delivered a message. He's supposed to kill one person, and Jadis wound up... I think he away with two. Jadis wound up punching him in the face, it set him off, and they lit up the place. So let's let's back it... We have to back it up to the conversation with him and Negan. Negan kind of, like, lit that firecracker. What firecracker? The, that is Simon. Like Simon, Simon's got problems anyway, man. He's got doing, problems. But if you have all these people doing your bidding, you need to like give them a semblance of control. And he just keeps beating him down. What I'm not surprised that he snapped in the way that the he guy did. had a couple marbles like roll, you know, rolling around and say some screws loose from the jump. You know, what's he up? What's he? What's he so angry about? He's just sick of losing. And they haven't lost until now. I don't know and if they've lost. I, I you know, it. Well, they've never. They no. No one's ever stood. But this guy wants to, like to go before. go branch out to more communities he or something. Clearly has issues with his masculinity. <laughs> 
and he is feeling emasculated. Simon? Yes, and he really, like, this is what I'm reading into it. He just really needs to, like, have a win under his belt, regardless of what Negan thinks. When you look at the, the chain of command, he's number two? Is yeah, that what we're saying? I think so. Yeah. So he's sick of being pushed around. He wants a little bit more control. He doesn't think Negan's doing everything the way it should be done. And I get it. Like, if you're going to have all these, like, hotheads under your your umbrella of power, you're going to end up having a couple of them, like, lose their minds. Well, he's already lost Dwight. Dwight's traded sides. That's what happens when you push the iron on someone's How is face. nobody, like, questioning where the hell Dwight is in all of this? They're just like, uh, mm. Well, there's a lot of people dead, as you saw with right. the, the casket point. being delivered by Maggie. So he might be dead. Right. We don't know where he is. He could be hiding somewhere. Maybe he's still, he's still letting off some of those grenades or whatever the hell could they're be. doing. So this 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 divisive nature between Simon and Negan leads to Simon killing uh, everyone but Jadis at the junkyard. Yeah. And he also comes back. very, like, controlled he power com- move. He comes back, lies to Negan. Uh, not sure how he's going to wrap that one up. Um, and then, so we talk about the junkyard people. It's just Jadis now. She leads the zombified versions of her pals into a meat grinder. Which, honestly, I mean, if you've got to commit mass zombie... Extinction. That's a really good way to do it. She she did them all a favor. It was a good scene and it was a good story and that episode actually moved pretty fast until Negan's monologue at the end, which we'll get to again. Yeah. Um, here's two things I picked up on at the Trash Hipsters sequence. One, did you catch the Simon chatter about a helipad and the solar panels? Yes. What was that about? So we have to go back here because Rick saw a helicopter in the previous right. run of episodes. We all, there's there was a lot of speculation online. People were pointing to other previous scenes where they thought they saw a helicopter in the background, which may or may not have been a filming error. Right, right. But that's all some gibberish. We know we saw a helicopter in that sequence. Right. Above Rick's head. I thought he was hallucinating because they really right. didn't elaborate that. Rick didn't mention it to anyone. And but, he had the pink eye eyes. Yeah. Right. And now we're talking about there's a helipad at the junkyard. I know. And, and Simon clearly asked about this. So this was written into the scene. And Jadis just says this was a dump. Where, are we, where, where do you think this is going? I don't know. Well, because especially because now, you know, Rick's completely written off the dump now that he knows it's just Jadis and maybe right. not even her anymore. Who knows? What he thinks happened to her, but he said he did say the, he saw her alive. I don't know if he was just saying that to himself. I'm curious if Simon's the only one who knows about the solar panels and the helipad because he's not going to tell, or maybe that's his bargaining chip to Negan when Negan finds out. I, he yeah, kills everybody. I mean, he said it in front of his boys, but I right. I really don't know. Um, something that I keep looking at is the fact that there are or were helicopters featured on Fear the Walking Dead. And we know that that show is going to jump to the same time frame as The Walking Dead at this season's end. Mm. Is the goal to merge these shows? Will that play into Morgan joining Fear the Walking Dead? I, I don't, because they're not in Atlanta. Right, so he has yeah. to get there somehow. So that was one thing I picked up on. The whole helicopter theory. And again, you can check out Cleveland.com. I have a post about the helicopter theory. And um, it's really interesting. A lot of speculation with fans online. The other thing is how the, how the Jada sequence ended. I don't mean eating applesauce, which is what we all try to do when we're more. I just kept thinking she is going to have the runs. That was bad. She eats that whole cat, can, of can applesauce. Uh, have we, do you think we've seen the last of Jadis? Uh, I think so. I think this, this show has a way of just kind of 
ending storylines, even though you can see an opportunity for them to come back in the future. I think she's done, though. I don't think they're going to waste their time with her anymore. Here's my theory, and, and I have a theory. Alpha whispers Jadis. Yeah, but that would mean she'd have to create an entire new community. She meet grind. Maybe she saw the grind in me. <laughs> Got the inspiration to put the face mask on, you know, Hannibal Lecter style, you know, and do her thing. Because that's I mean, what the maybe, Whispers do. Maybe that's how they introduce the Whispers and she joins them. She's just sitting there eating applesauce right now. That's all I'm saying. And, and, just, and she has a reason to be mad at Rick and Simon and the Saviors. It's true. So, it, I, I, could I don't see her, know. I could see that she being like the crossover to introduce the Whispers. Like she's stumbling around and they're 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 whispers are waiting for her to put a zombie mask on so so those are two things that struck me with jadis another storyline let's talk about this because it was really 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 pointless and it was the oceanside community of the need and aaron being captured by the oceanside people after killing grandma whoever the hell they killed and what was that i don't know i don't know why they went there in the first like nothing about it furthered the storyline nothing that happened meant meant anything they went they killed they were set free by what's her name the granddaughter sylvia cindy Cindy. um what they could have erased all that and just sent aaron there on a mission by himself to go try to convince them to help again because right now that whole sequence was pointless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hundred percent. I just. I. It was a waste of film. It was a waste of money. It was a waste to get Anita away from Carl. Like, I to guess. To have the death happen with her not I just, there. I also think it's weird that Aaron is gonna send Enid off on her own now. Like, go back to the hilltop all by yourself, teenager. With those awesome driving skills with that those are slightly better than Carl's driving skills. Yeah, you should have mentioned that because... It just doesn't make any sense. The Walking Dead has this habit, and it's part of the downfall and part of the criticism people have of this series right now. These pointless directions that the show goes in to take you away from something that's very compelling. Yeah. You know, and and it's frustrating. It doesn't... And it doesn't ever feel like it, it pays off. There's no real, like... Like, Tara... When Tara found the Oceanside community... No, that's episode. That's no, no, that, but that's what that. I'm saying. Is like the Oceanside community has continued to lend nothing to the show. <laughs> the guns they took. The- <laughs> Who cares? They could have found those guns buried in, in a, a freaking cemetery. Yeah. So like, it just honestly, I think maybe like someone's niece came up with this idea, and they were like, "Let's give Sherry a chance," and they can't let go of it. You know, I don't know. I, that was dumb. It was, I mean, it was incorporating something from the comic book, and maybe they thought it was going somewhere and then didn't go there. I don't really know. It really didn't go anywhere. It was and an it epic fail. It was, it was a very epic fail. Uh, all in all, I thought this was a good episode. Even in watching it, I just thought it was really a quality episode. It was great. It moved quickly. Every Everything minus the ocean side was really... There was payoff for everything else. There was, and I'm interested in this. This Simon Negan thing is something obviously that's going to move forward. It's not going to end well for Simon. No, it's not, and it, it all comes back to how it's going to end. You know, we get to um, Carl wrote letters to a bunch of people, um, mm-hmm. including Negan, for some reason. Here's the thing. Let's well, let's 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 talk about that because he didn't really write the letter for Negan. He wrote the red letter no, knowing just, his father no, would I read d- it. I disagree. I'm quite positive he thought Rick was going to 
put a stamp on that puppy and mail it to the sanctuary. Then <laughs> so Carl Negan is an <laughs> idiot and thank God he's dead. Because... Right, he wrote it for his father. <laughs> what does Carl want, though? I don't understand this. Like, it, Rick even well, asked the he's... question. Rick's confused. He's like, hey, Carl, and all that crap you said before you died for like 45 minutes, why didn't you tell me what the hell you were talking about? Because, honestly, still seems very confused, people it. have died. Carl was there when Glenn got his head bashed in. Abraham got his head bashed in. That's when all this started. Mm -hmm. So the fact that he's saying stop fighting, what does he think could possibly happen? Well, and you've met your dad. He doesn't really let things go, does he, Carl? No. He's not going to let this go. He's not going to... Rick, you know, Rick needs to work on his, his trash talk. I did find the exchange between him and Negan. That's what I'm saying, though. Rick needs to work on his trash talk. He always is... He's, the villain's always got better talk than Rick. Oh, well, the... The governor was like that. I thought it was very clever writing. I usually don't think anything that comes out of Negan's mouth is clever, but... In that what is, everything block, that Negan was saying... Suck on my barrel? I don't know. The, the, the I don't know. Sorry. But everything that Negan was saying to Rick is every negative thought that Rick's going to have. He's going to already blame himself for Carl's death. And it, so I thought it was just very interesting that it was it's all Negan such... acting as Rick's subconscious, but also It's just all being such a dick. utter crap. I mean, look, here's my thing. I did like the fact that there was some sense of vulnerability and, and realism in what Negan was saying, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's all like Rick. And then there's a sense that Rick's buying into it because Rick's still distraught and all he can say is, you're next. You're going to die. Yeah. It's like, you know, saying, give it up, Rick, you know, like before someone else dies. What? what is, I don't understand the whole dynamic of this. Is this a war? Or what are we playing on here in the writing? I don't. I, I don't. I guess I didn't like the ending. I'm just gonna say I don't like the ending. I liked it from like a like a grief's point of view because Rick didn't give himself any time after Carl died. He just like jumped into the next thing. And on the one hand, you can kind of look at that and be like, "Whoa, Rick! Like, take a beat. Like, mourn your son for a minute." But he needed to keep moving. And then the episode ended with him in a field forced to confront those feelings and forced to confront what he was clearly running away from that entire time. So I think the other thing from that scene that struck me was just how powerful these walkie-talkies are. They're okay? real good walkie-talkies. <laughs> no need for cell phones in I mean, this, you know, society reaching from, you know, I'm assuming not too far outside of the safe zone to the sanctuary. I know, because they've got to be at least, what, 20 miles away from each other? There's subtle things in these episodes that always strike me, you know, and I know you said this, I was trying to watch this sort of beginning, this emotional, sort of the, the peter out of Carl's death, but you were correct in what you said when we were watching it to let people know. Um, they were wasting some fire extinguishers there at the beginning. They were wasting fire extinguishers to save a freaking... I ain't gonna lie. Maybe I've seen Carl on that, the, the gazebo once or twice. Oh, I thought Michonne I said she used to sit on it. I'm like, Michonne, go get a new I think it chair. Was, I think she said Carl used to sit up there. I didn't know it was this iconic, like, thing that well, we needed to... I, it was the dumbest part. Somehow it caught on more fire as they would drive it away. It sure did. And, again... Too perfectly well. It, excuse me, though. When have those been refilled? It's been like what three years. Does it didn't work? Years? I think that was a lesson. Everybody right in that scene. 
<laughs> update your fire extinguishers. <laughs> get them up to code. Brand new as the zombie <laughs> were they gonna apocalypse pack was those? happening. That was really weird too. Like they were just there. I'm like, no, they were in the back of the van. Yeah, they were gonna pack them. Oh my for god! Whatever reason, safety. You know, try to put out first. the gazebo. Priorities, people. Nobody Priorities. wears a safety a seatbelt, but everybody has a fire extinguisher. <laughs> what was funny is I, I watched the last episode. I, I enjoyed the the Carl farewell. Uh, it was a little long, but I was actually, I, I don't know if I was surprised, but there was such harsh criticism to the episode, like this show needs to end, why it take an hour and 20 minutes for Carl to die. Um, Ooh, I agree, but then you get an episode like this and you're like, oh well, I'm yeah, a little worried though, because I'm not liking the scenes for next time. Well, I saw Gabriel, that was that was one warning sign. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably gain some enemies here. I really don't care about ever seeing Daryl again. He what? His character has been so boring. What? He hasn't had a good storyline in like two seasons. I'm just like over it. He's dirty. You know what it is, man? Listen. He's listen, boring. Listen. You, you haven't seen... You, you, you're getting a little carried away here. Okay? Am I though? You're going a little too far with Daryl. If Daryl dies... I slow clap. No. How about that? The You're new shirt. You're getting too far with it, Daryl. Buy it on Cleveland.com. I think, I think after, mark my words, after the next episode, you will be, Daryl will be the only thing you like about the episode. I don't like just going in the swamp. We got this. Daryl is one of the main players. The scene season, they're more engaging. I think you're going a little far there because the show might have not written in quality stuff for him, but he's still Daryl Dixon. I guess. I don't know. That's Merle's brother. I'm looking for more cookies from Carol is what I'm looking for. Carol, yeah. Well, she, I don't think she's making cookies anymore. I don't she's think she's... with Morgan and, and Ezekiel. Yeah. Uh, they're doing their thing. And we'll also get a shot at Maggie. Maggie's back. Maybe. In Who the knows? next episode. Not looking pregnant, though. I know. She has been in the first trimester. What is it like for you? You know, the listeners don't know us, but you're very pregnant. Very. Um, you know, and what is it like for you to see a pregnancy play out for 17 years on television? <laughs> well, with it Maggie. Feels like real <laughs> with life. Maggie. What's her? Is it, is it Maggie? Oh, I know I have a question for you uh, with Maggie. Okay, so I was writing about it the other day and I wanted to write Maggie Green because that's Herschel's last name. Mm hmm. And then I thought I mean she was married to Glenn. Right. But who married them? And if there's no, there's no like Maggie's dad. Uh, what's his face? What is what is? Wait a minute. Who married them? But he's got a like he's got a license to marry people. It's the freaking apocalypse. I'm just saying that legally speaking, what is her name? Well, I'm I don't know. Did Maggie, Maggie Reed choose to is it, is change it green, her name? Is it Greenery? Maybe it's a hyphenated name. I'm just saying that I, I it made me wonder about these things. They got married off camera. I don't know if there were some licenses involved. There was definitely a flower crown, I bet. Was Beth it? probably sang a song. I, I Anyway, it, oh, that's off topic. <laughs> no, it's just dawned on me. We're talking about Maggie. This pregnancy is never going to come to fruition. She's obviously not going to have this baby before the end of season nine. No. Or season eight. Or season ten. Because you might, but, but then you, the actress is in negotiation. We might not even see the character ever again after this season. I don't know. I don't know either. I just want to know her last name. Well, maybe you'll find out when she dies and they put up a little headstone for her. There's a scene, you know, Maggie's obviously uh, dealing with the group of saviors that are being held houses that Jesus wants to, you know, make bread and wine for. Um, <laughs> you know, what, there's this scene in the, the season for, the scenes for next time where Tara points the gun at Dwight and obviously threatens to kill him. You know, is it just me or would I rather see Tara die at this point than Dwight? 
Absolutely, 100%. Why is Tara on this show? I, You know what? They need to call me. I have so many good suggestions She's for like them. the last what remnant of one of the most boring periods of The Walking Dead. And I'm not yeah. talking about... The governor had a good storyline. It's that second half when he got a family. Oh, yeah. And he was living in someone's apartment. That involved Tara. Glenn died. Abraham died. But we still got Tara. She's still here. She wasn't even in the finale, and I saw a picture of her with all of the people that were in the finale. And I'm like, why were you there? Why were you... I don't know. So, okay, we're two episodes into the second half of uh, The Walking Dead. I want to thank everybody once again for listening to the Stalking Dead podcast. We'll be back next week to recap that episode and chat. But before we get out of here, I want one bold prediction from you, Katie, about what you saw in this episode. Give me a bold prediction, that something that will happen based on what you saw before... For the conclusion of season eight, someone from the safe zone is going to die from one of the zombies in the swamp, and someone, probably Tara, spoiler, is going to get really mad about it. Not, I don't think Tara's gonna die. I mean, she's. When you say somebody's gonna die, like somebody's gonna die, is there like an extra like floating around? Yeah, an extra, but like somebody who's had a line before. They have their SAG card. Yeah, what's the guy's name? Robert used to, he was dating Carol for like half an episode. Oh, yeah. Him. He's going down. Well, yeah. Those zombies are going to get fed next episode. Just right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Checking us out. We'll see you. You know, you'll hear us from us again. Honestly, we'll see you again next week. Yeah. You'll hear from us again.